Hi. It's Christmas. It is Christmas. And this is the Christmas special of Drinks and Dystopia podcast. The Christmas special. This week, for our Christmas special, Lee is going to be mean. And he is going to ask the questions. So what's your tagline? Um, oh, God, you put me on the spot here. So what? So I've got to say the name of the podcast and then the tagline. I just said the name of the podcast. Okay. So you've got to make up a tagline of what this podcast what the, is about. What it's about. Drinks and dystopia, where pissheads talk nonsense. Perfect. Nailed it. Okay, hello. Hey. Am I Tanya? Yeah, you're, you're Tanya this week. This is the Christmas special. Hello. Hello. What does that mean? <laughs> I am Lee. <laughs> I hate everything. I'm eating more Jesus. <laughs> We're going to start with Backtrack Corner. Backtrack corner. We can't backtrack corner. Right. We're recording these two episodes in, in a row. row. Yeah, so we don't know what. There's probably loads of people who are like the replicators bullshit. <laughs> probably more arguments about your widespread just blanket statements about politics is probably why yeah. I would imagine these people. It's probably going to upset a few people, <laughs> but you know that's how I, that's how I roll. Yeah. So if we didn't clarify earlier, so this week Lee's going to ask me a mini question. Yes. And you're going to pose a new world rule on this. Mm. Okay, so the um, the mini question. Can it be anything? Can I ask you anything? Yeah, yeah, anything. Well, not like anything. It's kind, <laughs> of, kind of got to do with sci-fi within, or fantasy or animation or films or... Okay, so... Not just like can a hand and a foot... <laughs> would you rather feet for hands or hands for feet? No. No. That is a good question, but yeah, we have to ask a better question than that. Okay, so if... You were a sci-fi character. Mm -hmm. Would you rather have feet for hands? (laughs) Hands for feet. Um, In a in a world. Oh, was that was that not your question? question. That's a silly. That would be a silly question. Okay, so a mini question for you. Yeah. If you. Um. The, the You've fa- seen the... me do this seven <laughs> times. I feel like this is. I know, but you always have questions ready. You're prepared. You literally not. just said to me like in the last ten seconds. I do not. That is that is wrong. Really? What normally happens is that we're watching telly, and I'm like, "Should we record it?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and then I come up with one on the spot. Bam. Really? So you feel bad right now? I do feel bad. You, are, <laughs> in that case, you are an improv queen because it seems like you know. It's, I'm kind of shit at it. You're very shit at it. I think that's the... <laughs> Do you know what throws me is that I assume it's all that reading from the paper as you're tell- saying it to me assumes that you've written the question this down. This piece of paper says, backtrack. Question. New world rule. That's it. That's oh, okay. It's just, that's what's written on you. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, and so the the fashion of a sci-fi world. What fashion do you... Do you like fashion of sci-fi worlds? <laughs> Is the, wait, is yep. the question, do I like fashion of sci-fi world or what fashion would I want to wear from a sci-fi world? Because yeah. they're two very... One of the answers is... Both. Yes. Okay. The other one is an in-depth insight. That one then. <laughs> that one. Which 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 fashions... Which fashions of world... I'm kind of annoyed because it's a great question. <laughs> yeah, go on. Okay, let's start. Yeah. <laughs> um, so many. Well, narrow it down. Well, we got to go Specific. fifth element first. Right, good. Fifth element is probably... What, Chris Tucker? 
anyone in Fifth Element. Everything everyone wears in Fifth Element, even the shitty, not die-hard vest that mm. Bruce Willis wears, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Freaking love it. Star Wars. What about multipass? Everything. <laughs> just saying words from Fifth Element now. But the stuff she wears is awesome, even if it's just bands. Very yeah. well placed bands. They are very strategically placed bands. Star Wars, Padme, greatest costumes in the world. Mm, true. Not very practical or movable. Well, what would you wear then? So if you, if I said to you, right now we live in a world where you can just wear sci-fi clothing and it's perfectly cool. What, what? <laughs> Your face is so excited. So what would it be? Well, how, as whom would you dress on a day-to-day oh, basis? This is such a hard question. This could be a whole episode on its own. Well, there we go. This is that's what I can just do off the cuff. <laughs> that's what I'm capable of. The cuff as well. That's good. Well, you've got Total Recall. You've got got Demolition Man. Hunger Games. You just naming sci-fi yeah, now? Yeah, because I want everything they wear all the time. Well, in Demolition Man, they're all just police, aren't they? Do you like the police uniform? It's not just police. The people walking around. And they go to the party, yeah. and they've all got like there's one woman with like a weird silver dress. Well, that's true. Yeah. The island. That's a good film. Do they just wear white jumpsuits in that? But she's got really blonde hair and that looks awesome. That's true. Um, I'm going to have to just go anything from Fifth Element. Do I have to pick an actual costume? Yeah. Is Wonder Woman sci-fi? <laughs> no. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not sure, no. But I'm going to say no. Because I want you to pick someone else. Who would you pick? Let me think for a bit because... This is an impossible question. You've, you've asked me an impossible question here. Have I? Yeah, you've asked me who is the best dressed person in all of sci-fi. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I kind of have asked you that, haven't I? Um, who would I dress like? Uh, Ming the Merciless, I think, from That's Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon isn't sci-fi. It I mean, was filmed I'm, in the past. I'm furious <laughs> at the suggestion. Yeah, Ming the Merciless, he's got a good look. I, that was easy. I'm Wait, are you shave your head? Yeah. <laughs> You can't grow the moustache, though, can you? Oh, I can bloody try. I'll give it a good old go. Pick a specific okay. one. Pick, pick no. the costume of one person, one character. Where you're like, I'm gonna, can yes. I also pick the hair of that character? Yes, you got uh, the whole right. look. I'm going to pick the whole look of the character I don't know the name of from the new Star Wars. Wow. Wow. People will know who I mean. I, I don't know who that is. She's got purple hair. Yeah. I want her hair. Okay. And her clothes. Yeah. We're in a magical world right now where I have seen the new Star Wars and Lee hasn't. Yeah, I haven't seen it. What's wrong with you? It's been out for at least 24 hours. Why yeah. haven't you seen it? I don't know. I'm just, I know I'm going to be disappointed. There's so a I'm Welshman just... in it, Lee. Oh, get them bastards. <laughs> go on, you can go and get them. Go on, buddies. Let's go over there. Press that big button and go and take some. We've got to stop this rebel scum, haven't we? They're everywhere. They're just running around like, oh, it's, it's achavy. Go over there now in a minute. <laughs> None of these things are actual quotes from the Star Wars. This is not spoilers. <laughs> um, or the singer, the female singer from... Um... Whose coat's that uniform? <laughs> the female singer from um, uh, Fifth Element. Yeah. That's on the stage. The one with the octopus head. Yeah. Yeah. Not on the octopus head, but I'll be no. dressed. Well, you got to have the whole I thing. I don't also want the silver weird gem thing that she's stored inside her chest cavity. You don't want that either? No, I don't oh, want that. God, you're not getting to the spirit of this at all, are you? <laughs> okay. okay. So there we are. So. So now the question. New world rules. This year's wor- world. Okay, so this one. This is, year's world. Oh, I don't know. I've had a few drinks. Episode. Uh, oh, that's the point. What are you drinking? 
Oh, I, I'm drinking the same as still 10 minutes ago when we recorded the last episode. So I'm drinking rosé. But I've also got a tiny bowl, uh, which I won for a fancy dress costume of David Bowie, which was on one of our episodes. We won fancy dress costume prizes for that episode when we were dressed as... Oh, yeah. When, when I was just persistently clicking my heels for the whole podcast. That is the one. Yeah. But I'm Tanya won for, uh, for being... David a, a, Bowie. A fantastic David Bowie from Labyrinth. Yeah. I didn't. I won for having a groin. Well, it was a fantastically impressive groin, though, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I've got a little bottle of sparkling wine that I'm going to drink. Superb. Yeah. Lovely. But I did buy it with the Gilda hosts the pie, so I know it's like the cheap, shitty one. I was like, just get the cheap, shitty one. They'll never know. And then I won it, so I know. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking homemade Baileys. Oh, is it homemade Baileys, or does it have an awesome, awesome Christmas name? We might call it George Baileys. Guys, if you can tell me on a postcard slash email what reference George Baileys is, I... Well, Baileys is... Have... Well, we I'm going to send that them a bit, prize, but if they can understand, I'm going to send a viewer a prize. Okay, a listener, not a viewer, a listener <laughs> a prize. If they can, the first person that emails me on drinksanddystopia at hotmail.com and tells me what George Faley's is, is if in you reference can, to. If you can figure out what Faley's bit, why is it called Faley's? And if you can figure out why it's called George Faley's, then yeah, you win. But what is it? What is the actual? Because every point year surprise. we have a Christmas tradition where we yeah. make uh, fake Faley's. They won't get it. Well, they will now. No, but they still won't understand. If anybody can still get that reference, I want to know. The first person that emails. Yeah, it's homemade Baileys, basically. Uh, And it's got got Maltesers in it as well, somehow. You say that like we put them in tension. I just threw a Maltese in it. You threw a Malteser in my drink. (laughs) But I'm happy to drink it. So it's great. I'm chugging down on the Baileys. It's a winner. (laughs) Yeah, so what's this new world rule? Well, who came up with this new world rule? So this was a, a rule suggested by Brent. A listener? A listener slash co-worker. Slash friend? Slash friend. Has he progressed to friend? You're just going to call him co-worker? No, no. He's, he's, he works with me, so he's a co-worker, but he's also my friend. <laughs> I've met him and harassed him Tanya's very, she's very upset about the fact that I sometimes refer to people as colleagues or co-workers. Yeah, because it's me and I've known you for 23 years. Well, I don't know you that well. <laughs> but, um, so what's this new world rule? So this rule is... In this world, instead of normal reproduction between men and women, human women eject their eggs into a nest or into the into a corner or they, they, they place their eggs somewhere and then a man comes in and fertilizes the <laughs> this eggs. This is gross! Similar to how a frog or a fish... Or a seahorse? Well, no. Does the a, man then carry them? No, in a seahorse, the man carries the young and then ejaculates the young out into the sea but no this is this is just like a fish or a frog where you just the woman lays the eggs and then the man fertilizes the eggs so how would that change the size in a world where that's how things are done exactly the same i I fear you're gonna say that (laughs) and the more i think about it the more it would be actually most things would be the same it wouldn't it would be very thanks brent (laughs) it would be so different um so okay i have some fundamental questions that you're going to now have to just plow I'll, I'll make up these rules. Go on. So, let me clarify, because I've had a bit of wine. Yeah. So, going about your business. Yeah. You decide to have a kid. Uh-huh. So, you, the woman would find a corner of the house. <laughs> if you wanted, yeah. Where is this happening? Corner of a house. We have to find a pond. Why would you need to find a pond? He said frogs. Yeah, similar to how the frogs live in water. 
You don't live in water, do you? No, I know, but like, so they're coming out as eggs, like a chicken, and they're going to be solid because they need, they need. Oh, uh, these are good questions. But this is what I'm talking about. They need a liquid, or like something that keeps in the heat, keeps them suspended, so they don't crack and stuff. So are they coming out as eggs, or are they coming out like frog spawn, and I have to put them in liquid? There's no liquid involved. So eggs. They're eggs, but they're not necessarily bird eggs. They would be like it would be like a a gooey membrane, perhaps. Gross. Yeah. Okay. And so you, how you see people in those like status stasis pods in films? Possibly it would be like kind of like I know it would be like the alien eggs from the movie Aliens, Aww. but not as big as that. So a woman would like again. This is part of the conversation, I suppose. But we don't know this doesn't actually happen, so we have to make it up how it happens. But she would let's say twelve. A woman spits out twelve little gooey eggs. And then the man has to come and fertilise said eggs. They won't be rock solid, like a dinosaur egg, but they also wouldn't just be like gloop, like right. frog spawn. They would okay, be somewhere so, in between. So we're back to it again. It's like, so I would, we would decide, right, we're going to have kids. Yeah. I'll go and get a paddling pool. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> You'd have to put them in a paddling but pool. But they're like a, a soft membrane. I'm not going to just leave them on the floor. Why not? You just make a little nest for them and plop them in there. Nice comfy little nest. Right, okay, so I go to Target and we buy a cheap one because we're cheap asses. We buy okay. a paddling cheap, pool. Okay. A cheap nest. Human nest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put them in there. Yeah. And I'm like, there you go. And you go in. You do your business. Yeah. How long do they gestate for? Um, well, this is a very good question, which we sort of brushed upon when I was speaking with, with, with Brent and Sam, who also contributed to this. How long would they have to be? Because would they come out as fully as fully formed humans because they have to fight their way out of the egg. So like a baby, you just you just squirt them out, right? So a baby doesn't need any dexterity, doesn't need anything. But if it has to like come out of an egg, it would have to be a little bit more developed. So so Sam suggested perhaps there would be like a three-year gestation period rather than nine months. Well, I know the birds have to get out of the egg themselves and you can't help them because that's how they learn to survive. Is the... mm-hmm. But if they're in a membrane that's quite soft, you probably wouldn't need them in for that long. The frogs don't actually stay in there for that long. So you might have a middle ground. It might actually only be a year. I think humans are meant to stay in the body for a year, but they can't because the body is too small. Mm. So they have to give birth. Whereas when we go back to sheep in a bag, like we talked about before, which was 100% true. How have we gone back to sheep in a bag? Because it's the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that, they would say that a human, if they did it for humans, it would be 12 months because that's how much we're meant to be in the womb for. Mm, true. So let's say a year. Yeah. So it does beg the question, if we're now having, if humans are allowed to have 12 children at a time, is there a lot of fatalities in, in childbirth? No. What? So everyone has 12 babies? Yeah. So the population of the earth would skyrocket? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I suppose the other thing is, we're assuming it's kind of the world we're living in, but it wouldn't be, would it? It'd be a world... A different world, a different galaxy where we are exactly like we are, but this is the way it's always been. Okay, well, how about this then? How about the difference is um, those little baby eggs are also delicious. <laughs> and they have a slight... Um, how uh, delicious? Like the most delicious thing on pla- on the planet. Are they delicious they before have... they're fertilised? Um, yes, and after. Fertilizing them is just adding like a, a lovely bit of sauce or something. That's gross. And then, that's the grossest <laughs> thing that's ever been. And they also have slightly hallucinogenic properties, so they're kind of a drug. 
So you have to protect these gooey lava eggs so what you're saying, from other predators. So people would be breaking into people's houses and eating their children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? They were trying to eat your eggs. Why do you... What, because what kind of you, because you just said, your friends? Because you just said there's going to be 12... Everyone's going to have 12 babies. So I'm like, well, they won't be because people will be breaking into your house and eating them and taking them and like... And, ingesting them so they could get high and stuff this is the most terrifying world we've ever <laughs> this is not a christmas special this is a nightmare what are you talking about i don't know i'm just i'm just you know i'm freewheeling a bit I'm you'd be like, oh you're gonna be a grandmother but don't worry for your christmas present they've given you three of them to eat <laughs> they'd be very okay so you know let's let's just move past this all right they're delicious that's just the way it is i don't think we can move past this i think I, that changes everything it, it does it makes everything very interesting so you know well terrifying it, well depends i, I do not what... want to wake up in the night having decided finally to have kids with you and then find you eating our children <laughs> I do not want to live in that world <laughs> I didn't mean to. Tripping off your balls. <laughs> it, it, Wearing one as a hat. It, it adds an interesting twist on it though, doesn't it? You know. It was already an interesting twist. You didn't need to add the deliciousness to it. <laughs> okay. They're delicious. Okay, but they can plead for their lives. What are you talking well, about? Well, okay, if, if, if we're... So they know... We're basically, we're basically in this arms race now because you said, well... Everybody, the, the, this is why Lee is not in charge of the questions. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, you said everyone's going to have 12 babies. So I was like, okay, then. Well, then they're delicious. And now you're like, well, everyone's going to eat them. I'm like, well, no, because they can plead for their lives. So it's like, it's an arms race. And that's how you might be like, oh, these things are it's so delicious. It's an arms race. Yeah, yeah. So the most persuasive wins. Well, no. All I'm saying is is just like to equalize the fact that they're delicious. When you try to eat them, they will plead with you. Give me not... an example of what these pleading full sacks of babies. Please, please. Right. I so... want to leave. I want to leave. Oh, no. A bit like that, maybe. <laughs> I'm... I'm I don't little... have to stop this because <laughs> I don't know if I can take this. <laughs> I think something along so those lines. what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, the human will have progressed to be able to speak English. Yeah. But fully. They, they, to the point where they can well, they for can, their own life. Understand they, an existential crisis yeah. in the womb yeah. before they're born. Well, because they, they're in there a bit longer, they've learned to understand. They can hear. They can. It's not like in a human belly where there's lots of muffled sounds. This is a membrane, so they can hear people talking. So they're learning. Mockery of this podcast. No, no, this is serious. Okay, they can hear you through the membrane. So they've 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 learned the rudiments of the English language. They what? understand. Please, please, I want to live. Well, also that's what you would teach your child, wouldn't you? In the when you after the woman popped out the eggs, she would she would say to them, "Please, please, no, please, please, please don't please, eat me." Please, and then the babies, no, no, yeah, no. yeah, and the little babies like. Bee, 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 no. But. Their father's eating them. <laughs> Couldn't he be the one that has taught them this, please? Yeah, and it would be very interesting. See, this is, you want to get into the deep stuff. This is about the interesting psychology of the, it's sort of Freudian, in the male who'd be teaching his young to, to plead for their lives. So he would know exactly what they should say to convince him not to eat them. So, because there, there will be moments during that gestation period where the, the urge will be, will be almost overwhelming. It comes up because I think I think every man considers the possibility Eating of young. yes. I think every man thinks when it's born, will I eat it? I think everyone Wait, thinks that. I, right? Okay. 
You have blown my mind a little bit because okay. I know that's a thing in the animal kingdom. And now I'm realizing that maybe every man has thought this, but it's such a subject that never even gets mentioned in comedy. You can't bring it up. People, it's no, society I, turns on this you. This is like podcast stop. Tell yeah. me seriously. <laughs> Does every man in the world consider eating their young because it's an animal instinct? Yeah, like, like you. No, like... yeah, no. I need you to <laughs> clarify for me right now. No, no man thinks he wants to eat his fucking young. Okay, no, that's not a thing. I'm, I'm pulling Ladies your leg. Ladies listening, question your men <laughs> and let me know. But in this world, we've literally not it's... got past the first hurdle. Here. No, we're 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 getting bogged down here, aren't we? We're getting bogged. <laughs> you've made them speak in the womb. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> It's not necessarily a womb. There's you know? so many other ways you could have gone with this, apart from the pleading <laughs> for their lives before they're born. <laughs> in a paddling pool. In a paddling pool. By drug addicts that are sneaking in your windows. Trying to eat them, yeah. So, you know. Right, okay. So, the, but, you because know, they're delicious, what's the average but Tanya, that survive? How would, how would this affect the justice system? <laughs> are people still delicious after they're born? Um, no. Now we're a cannibal society. No, no, no. You just once they pop out, they're just normal humans. But how do you know humans aren't delicious? That's a very good point. I have often thought that. I'm glad you've brought this up because this is another issue which we're not discussing, and I feel like as a society we should be. But if you're eating babies, yeah, yeah, willingly, yeah, and it's accepted. I don't think it's accepted. I think society frowns on it. I don't think it's it's accepted. So some people do have twelve children, and the population would go crazy. Yes, but then some people have no children because they, they eat them, them all. Yeah, or or druggies broke in and ate them, or or just you at them. You know. What does it do to you when you eat a fetus in this world? It, you, it's like it's got slight hallucinogenic properties. So can they get out of your house, or do you come home with no babies and a man on the floor going, "I'm the queen of soap"? <laughs> that that happened one time, and I wish you wouldn't have brought that up in the podcast. Okay, I was just I had a rough day. So if they open their mouth, can you hear the babies in their stomach going, he ate me? <laughs> if he swallows them whole, maybe. But you wouldn't be able to swallow them whole. They're too big. They'd be too big. They're about the size, I think, I'm in my mind's eye, they're about the size of a bowling ball, each egg. Is that about, would you Would you agree? No. No? That, how are you eating this? <laughs> you suck, you're slurping it? Life and uh, Yeah. Microwave? Think... Do you have to cook it? No, you'd have to cook it. You just You just tuck straight in. You just, you just like, it's like a coconut. You just pop a little hole in it and drink it out. Drink the delicious juice inside. You're gross. Well, you're asking the questions. I want to know about how this would affect the transportation system. And you're going on about, you know. The fundamentals uh, of how this world would run. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, like, how would, how would schools be different? <laughs> would I have to, would the mother have to sit on the eggs at all? Like, um, you don't have to sit on them, but... You do have to like roll around in them from time to time, like in a like in a you know like in a sort of mud wrestling sort of style. You have to sort of roll around in them because it's part of the bonding process to to imprint on them. But you don't have to sit on them all the time. As you're rolling, are you shouting "Help me, help me!" to help to them try and teach them? Yeah, to defend when their themselves. Their father tries yeah. to just them. Exactly. I mean, a good mother would, I would say. You're not Zeus. I feel like in Greek mythology, <laughs> this is a problem. This shouldn't be a problem for the modern day. It's it's this is not the modern day, this is the future. This is a future we all have to prepare for. I love the idea that in this world as well, if you did anything wrong, your dad would be like, Hey up, I'll eat you. 
it's too late then, though, isn't it? I just think that if you're eating babies, you're eating humans. I think that it's going to carry. No, on. no, yeah. no, because it's, it's a it's a larval stage. It's a different stage. It's a you know they're, they're not little humans. They're little balls of delicious goo. They're not humans so yet. People eat eggs and chicken, calves and cows, yeah, lambs and sheep, yeah, baby and human. <laughs> yeah, but you're still killing a human though, aren't you? It's alive. So that's why we. Do, that's the only. Reason. animals I just listed are alive. Yeah, but that's the only. Yeah, I know, but that's the only reason we don't eat humans, isn't it? That's the reality that no one wants to face. It's just because it's murder. If it wasn't mm, murder, everyone I would eat humans. I think that if you went to the supermarket and the eggs were like, "Please don't eat me," people <laughs> would not be buying them. Yeah, like, true. <laughs> I agree. They probably wouldn't. So there they are. That's a deterrent. I grow up to be a genius. See, and you I said stop wolf <laughs> And you implied that my they plead for their life thing wouldn't be a deterrent, and yet you've just disproved your own I point. Didn't say it wouldn't be a. deterrent. I said it was nonsense. <laughs> okay, so we've established that this is a, a sensible way for humans to reproduce. That is an alternative to the current quite boring way. Okay, so this new and improved some way. some would some have called quite it improved. boring miracle of nature. Yeah, yeah, and that's sort of very unspectacular way. But in this new and you know many people would say improved way how does the world change like what how what effect does that have on on a lot of things like what well like what what effect does it have on you know um you know things lots of things like what like like so if people uh, <laughs> if the so what happens if a man who's not your partner runs in, goes, runs hey. in and yes <laughs> And 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 fertilizes the eggs. I think I'd be happy he's not eating them. But what if he eats them as well? But I'm just saying, what happens? What what is that rape? Is is it a crime or is it just the way it goes? Do you even have partners in this world or do you just have eggs and just everyone comes and has a go? Oh, they're not snakes. Is that how snakes do it? Do they? I think so. Well, there we are. That there we are. So it already happens in nature. So it's you can poo poo it. Houses. We do live in houses. Yeah. What kind of people are going to be stalking your house until you give birth to a twelve? There's people Blocking who stalk. the sex and then run in and go away. <laughs> That's not a thing. No, that thing. will not happen. But it will happen, will it? Of course it, it will. It might happen if you like forget about it and drop them in the street by accident, like you dropped your shopping. <laughs> and a homeless man or something comes up and goes, Way, mine. <laughs> and gets high off a few of them. Yeah, gobbles them up. So instead, if you knew you weren't going to eat anything, could you teach them other things? Could you teach them to sing? Do you have like a little choir? Yeah. We'd go on YouTube and find out. You won't believe what this baby spawn can do. And then like, ding, fi, da, dun, ding, fi, da, dun, ding, <laughs> Yeah, it'd be great. It's all, see, yeah. now you're getting into the it. The definition of great is different to mine. Really? Okay, so let's say, so that a family, let all 12 of these ball sex live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happens when they're born? So what age are they? Are they like newborns? They're three when they come out. They're three years Random. old. Random. You've just picked that out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. They're three years old. So they can walk. They can walk. They're calves. They can talk. Or like baby giraffes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can talk. They can, they can, they can plead talk. for their lives. They can talk. Can they read? Uh, No, they can't read. They have no access to reading materials within in their, their, their membrane sac. They can't see out. How do they know when to plead? Uh, they can sort of see shadows. They can sort of see shadows outside. They're like, oh, that's a threatening shadow. So if I just walk up to my kids, they'll be like, they no! Might, they might start bleeding, yeah. Don't eat me! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you roll around in them like a mud wrestler again, and then they're like, oh, okay, it's mum. This all makes so much sense. I don't know you're, I don't know why you're struggling with this. This is simple stuff. Okay, so I now have 12 kids that are yeah. three. <laughs> 12 <Yeah>. three-year-olds. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think of that. How so does that change? How does the economy work if I need to feed twelve children? Good, good question. This, and I may well ask you that, and I will. I'm asking you. You're the question master. Yeah, no, that's you. Just pitch these things at me normally, and I have to make up something. No, so, no, no, you don't. Hey, no, you tell me. You've you, done good so far. You say to me, "How would this change?" And I have to tell you how it changes and what I think the effect on the world would be. Well, I'm saying to you. What would the effect of the world be if everyone suddenly had 12 three-year-olds? There'd be a lot of suicides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there we go. So mental health would be an issue. That's what you're saying. I think that if I could eat my child before it was born, yeah. and a day later it was born, I don't think people would have a problem with eating the child. I don't think. You're obsessed with eating. Do you just want to eat people? Is this what, is, is what this all this podcast has been? Is that you just trying to justify your I, craving for human flesh? I do not. But I just think if you're allowing a rule where people eat babies, then they're going to eat but they're people. But not, they're not babies, though. Like, so you've accept, you have to just accept. You've asked me what it is, and I'm telling you, in this world, there would be cannibals. But you're, you're, this is, you see, you're getting into dangerous territory here, because now you're saying that life begins at conception, and they're babies. And I'm saying... They're not babies. Okay. They're, just put they're it blob, they can have a conversation sacks. with me. <laughs> well, it's not a conversation. It could just, it can just, it can plead. That's all. It can, it can parrot phrases. Because it can hear through the walls and it's three years old. The economy wouldn't work because everyone would need to make so much money. Okay. No one would have children anymore. Because you'd have to have 12 of them. Who's committing to that? Well, you could just pop out one egg if you want. You can't. What? Whoa. <laughs> You what? don't have to so have you can twelve. Choose how many you pop out. How do you do yeah, that in that's, your head? That's what I've just decided. Yes. You how just, do you do that? You just think about it. You just go. Hey, I'm going to have one. Like like how women work now. You know, a woman's like going to have twins. And they just, they have twins. It's like that's how it works. Okay, so I was just say, give me a real example of this pie. There we are. You got one. So you just you just decide. I'm going to have. I'm going to have four. Out pop four. Yeah, like you didn't pay attention in space. <laughs> this is this is um do you think people edge. are like i'm having a baby you're like oh you only went for the one well you you would only go for one wouldn't you it's great well, apparently you'd go for 12 well no you wouldn't because why would you want 12 so, right, okay. so you're changing it so that you can have between one and you one. can pop out as many as you want so what like 112 up to 12 up to 12 yeah well that changes that better okay you're not going to eat it if you've only decided or maybe you'll have three and eat one yeah before it completes that's that's true yeah Alright, that will better. So you could plan ahead with like meals. You could be like, well, have 12, we'll keep two, so that's 10. We've got, we've got 10 meals, so that'd be How does Lauren want to change? So oh. yeah, how does it change? How does people's relationships with their families change? How does your relationship with children change? Well, I know my mum didn't eat me, so... That's good. I'd be thankful. Yeah, that's good I'd be news. like, how many of my brothers and sisters did you eat? And they'd always be like, none. I'd be like, well, that's a lie. I don't believe you. So you'd be very mistrusting world. Yeah. You'd be thinking everyone's going to eat your children, did eat your siblings, or wants to eat you. Very, you're very bogged down in the eating thing. I feel like, I'm bogged down in it. You, yeah. you invented it. Your brain came up with this. <laughs> yeah, but it was. It, I told you, it was an arms race. I was like, how do I limit the population? Oh, here we go. You could just eat them. I but, think in a civilized world, we'd come up with a law that meant you couldn't eat them. So if you found out people were, they'd go to prison. Okay. I've got, I've got no, no <laughs> issues with that. Alteration. They're, I mean, they're still delicious, though. Yeah, they they have to be delicious. That's part of the that's whole part of the thing. Why do they have to be delicious? Because you need an incentive to eat them. Why do we need incentive to eat them <laughs> if you can decide how many they need to be? 
Oh, yeah, that does eliminate, eliminate the need for an incentive to eat them. All right, then. You don't have to eat them. You can just choose how many you We've have. We've been talking for 35 minutes, and then you decided <laughs> to take that back. Change the rule. You, you, no one has to eat the babies. Okay, you can just choose how many little eggs you pop out. And what? then what was the discussed? man comes in and... Okay, so how about this? I'm going to try and redirect, make okay, this... Okay. Com- I'm trying to get some something fruitful from this conversation. Okay, so I'm going to say to you, how would it change people's romantic relationships with uh, would would you know the whole process of having a baby how would that change thanks to this like would it be would people still you know i have a question for you how would it not change because you what, what things change well it's now it's like the guy like would you you know the guy has to go into the room on his own with the would, would the woman be there while the man's there would she watch him would would you want to watch or would you be like, no, you've got to go in there, it's the mystery. The only reason they'd watch is because he's going to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If he's not going to eat them, he do what he wants. He's the yeah. dad. Yeah, okay. They're in the they're... animal kingdom, the only reason the mother stays near the babies is if the father is going to eat them. Yeah. If he's not going to eat them, he can do what he wants. Okay, so he's not going to... He's probably not going to eat them. Probably not. Well, you know, I don't know. I can't say. Would you eat them if they were your kids? I mean, let's not get bogged down in who would eat what. You know, this is speculation, isn't it? I have a question for you. When this was discussed in the pub, which plainly was the pub, what came up? Well, we we only briefly touched on it. Brent suggested we were just saying about you know we were talking about interesting things like you we were you you're you're obsessed obsessed with the devouring of the young. Whereas we were talking about other things like how it affect their their you know their gestation period and how it would you know we covered that. Well, yeah, we did cover that, but only because I brought it up. You know, in in between you going on about eating them constantly. Okay, what else did you bring up? Um. Not that was about it. Really. You tell me, how would this affect the world? The world would be the same. Okay, why would it be the same? Because people still have babies. Yeah. You'd have more active people waiting to have kids because they wouldn't have to be carrying the babies around. Yeah. The babies are safe. You could just hire a babysitter to watch the pool <laughs> as long as they were a babytarian and weren't going to eat your babies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, are you a vegan? Come on in. Just the same world. Well, yeah, because there'd be no. Like, pregnant women wouldn't have to put up with the hormone imbalances and stuff. It would be great. That part of it would be great. That would be good. I could take on to work if I wanted, carry on. Never have to finish work. be awesome. Yeah. Fathers would be more involved because they want to stay home more. Why? Well, based it... on you because you want to sit around on the sofa in your pants. Yeah, that is true. So I could go back to work and you could stay here. So stay-at-home dads would probably be more popular. Why? Why would the, why would the egg situation make stay-at-home dads more popular? Because... At the moment, women are forced to have to take time off work because their bodies are being altered. Yeah. Um, and then they have to physically recover and care for the baby. Right. Whereas if it didn't physically affect you once you gave birth to these things and you had some months to recover, you the, the two of you could decide who stays at home. And I personally feel, and I don't know, I know this is argumentative, I suppose, but I feel that men would make really good stay-at-home dads because they're not as social as women. So that they'd want to stay home more, whereas women thrive in a social environment. So women can go straight back into the workplace where they can... Basically, I have the complete opposite view of the entire world. That women are made to be in workplaces these days because work is very communicative and social. 
and they need to be very creative and things whereas men are very um good at how would you put it like well men are more uh men are very social too but they're very they're very good at being in their own company yeah I feel. Because I suppose, yeah, because we've talked about this before, haven't we? Like in the sense of uh, an evolutionary way, men are men are the hunters, and they would often be they, you know, several men would go out and hunt together, but they wouldn't talk because obviously you have to be quiet because you're hunting. Mm. So they work together to hunt, but they're very almost solitary and and lonely in that sense, which is why men don't generally don't talk as much and stuff. Otherwise, women would be back at the you know back in the cave with all the other women and the babies and they would be talking and communicating and supporting each other and cooking food and they'd be doing other things together. So women are actually social and interactive, whereas men are a little bit more, a little bit more antisocial, a little bit loner. So yeah, and in the modern world, where having kids, you're often in the home on your own, it would be probably better suited to men because men are more used to being on their own. And whereas women, the workplace now is where people actively communicate and socialize which is much more conducive yeah. to the female you know disposition obviously, obviously it goes per woman and yeah stuff, this but is I massively think, ge- massive generalization generalized it, but i do think that uh, like if the the idea is that women should stay at home and men should go to like not anymore but it used to be yeah. men should go to work but i think that when you think about the way the workplaces are these days and how many factors actually women lend themselves to um and i also think that men are very good teaching things as well and i think that like i think people underestimate how good stay-at-home dads would be i think i think it's a shame and i think it's quite exciting to see that change and i so i think it like in this world where the woman's body isn't physically being um made to carry a child for nine months you'd actually find that the switch would, would happen definitely okay here's this interesting this twist to this mm-hmm. what if it is what if it is the the seahorse thing where the women lay the eggs and the men have to carry the eggs they have to fertilize them and carry them How are we that in a change? world where somehow this has just happened or a world where this has always been the way uh, that's just the way it is if this is the way it's always been you take our exact world and you just reverse it but what if men are still the more physical powerful ones so it's still men as they are now but now they carry the child would that affect the female male dynamic i think the hormones that help you to carry children make people more the, the hormones are basically preparing you to care for other people. So I think that... It would soften the male. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have a lot softer men. So men wouldn't be as quite as aggressive. I want to live in that world. That would be a great world. Where men carry the babies. Men are big softies. Carry the babies around. Women are the same and carry on. Yeah. Basically, it just it sounds you good. Guys. I just need you <laughs> You've got everything to gain from this new world and we've got everything to lose. <laughs> Suddenly we've got this whole, all these new responsibilities and job roles. I don't like it one little bit. Yeah. You try going for a job where they secretly want to ask you, are you going to have kids soon? And they can't. So they just assess from looking at you whether you're going to have kids. You yeah. live in that world. Have fun. No, I don't would want Would you to... like that? Would you, would you, is there any part of you that would like to be able to carry the kids? Um, a part of me thinks like, yeah, you know, in a way. Twelve? It's, it's something we... <laughs> Twelve yeah. of them. I want to, on, on my back, you know, like, but it's, but it's, it's kind of, yeah, like, you know, it's in a way we sort of underestimate and I think women underestimate as well, you know, the fact that they'll have a relationship with a child that a man can never have, you know, they are physically joined. Uh, I would argue though, because I feel like a mother that has adopted a child is still as much as a mother. Of course. Yeah. So I don't, I think that the physical 
part of it is more I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to talk about because I've never. Yeah, but it's something a man cannot experience. You know, that's there's there's nothing really that um that a, that a man can experience that a woman can't. Whereas we literally can never experience what it's like to carry a child. I can never experience someone sticking a catheter up my peepee. Um, I think you could probably do a close approximation. <laughs> um. So I think we've totally nailed this topic. We've again. done nothing. This is. They we've were, gone nowhere we've this gone, has been very productive we are I like feel. a man in a boat with one paddle we've just gone around in circles <laughs> shouting just shouting at the each baby goo can speak yeah right so right. I'm assuming that I'm going to be doing the hosting from now on after this after this podcast you'll never do the hosting again please come back no you did good do you reckon I don't think we've soyed anything in any way I think this episode is just well, I've got to ask your questions now, haven't I? Unless we've got some other things. Well, what have you got? Let me see what you've got written, written down here. So, how would it change science and population? Well, science we've kind of talked about. Yeah, so population, you reckon there'd be loads. But if you ate them, there wouldn't be as many. <laughs> so that's, that's that solved. Do you think there would be more babies if men had them or less babies? If we had to carry them, yeah. less babies. Much less. Yeah, definitely. Do you think uh, men would be more concerned with birth control if there was... Oh, Yes. Suddenly, suddenly those condoms wouldn't be quite as uncomfortable. So what about a world where it's 50-50 whether you get pregnant or she gets pregnant? Well, oh God, that's a horrible world. <laughs> I don't want to imagine that. But I'm just saying, actually, you'd be, you'd be going into a room and just, and just you know, wanking onto some eggs, wouldn't you? So it's like, it's very... It's kind of what you do now. Yeah, that's my normal Thursday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> so, and Tuesdays, is it? Yeah, like it's, it's... It would be different, I suppose. You, you know, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be birth control. There we are. That's interesting science. There would be no birth control so because there'd be a lot of like, you just wouldn't wank on the eggs. It'd be like in the sixties. Free sex would be everywhere. Uh, free sex, free love would be everywhere because there's no mm. risk of getting pregnant. But would there still be sex then, though? Well, yeah, it'd still feel good, surely, wouldn't it? Why? Yeah, that's a good point. God, in this world, sex doesn't exist. Yeah. So how does that change things? Well, that's a whole other podcast. You gotta have the we. We've, been talking for 47 minutes we can't right now decide the sex doesn't exist in the world that's a but whole... i told you that from the very beginning no nope, that's a whole episode that is not i'm gonna okay. if i wasn't lazy i'd replay right now what you said at the beginning and i 100 guarantee you did not say a world with no sex well like, you know i said woman lays the eggs in a paddling pool and the man comes in fertilizer that I kind still... of implies there's no sex i kind involved. of still assumed in my head that you'd still have a relationship the way you have now but then that's just how when you decided to have kids that's what you did Oh, that's a very strange way of looking at it, but okay, I get it. So the question is, would you live there in this world? No, because I know nothing about this world <laughs> apart from people eat babies and weird bulgoos can talk. What world is it most like? None. It's <laughs> nonsense. Finding Nemo is the closest. At the beginning, when they have a bunch of babies that a shark eats. No, like a barracuda eats. Yeah. And there's one gimpy little one left, and that's Nemo. That's the world that's that the you've chosen world. to be more like. Brent, I also would like to say, your friend that came up with this, Brent and Sam have nothing to do with how rubbish this is. I feel like this is all on you. You're saying that I didn't, I didn't put <laughs> enough thought into this. And... I'm going to be honest, I love this. This is great. W- would you prefer this world or the world with the replicator? This world. Yeah? I think so. I think that's fair. Because <laughs> you can, it's kind of, a li- you're a little replicator, aren't you? You just replicate the little... Of course the replicator world. I feel like the, the replicator world is your Muppets world, isn't it? It's like the greatest world yeah, you've ever done. Yeah, the best thing I can imagine, yeah. What about you? Uh, Replicate World, yeah. I I don't see much appeal of the frog spawn world, to be honest. 
And and I suppose finally, is it a utopia, a dystopia, or a midopia? I think this actually is a midopia because I don't really know anything about it. <laughs> it's like the neutral planet. I have no strong feelings <laughs> either way. It's a bit like Paraguay. I don't really know anything about it, but I'm sure it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Could be worse, but I don't know. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss, type thing. Do you know anything about Paraguay? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. do you know what? This is a bit off topic, but. We have loads of listeners from the Ukraine. Really? Hello, Ukraine. Wow. Loads by loads. Do you mean do you mean one or? About 60 per episode. No. Yeah. In the Ukraine. <gasps> That's the other thing. Lee, do you know yeah. how many people we've had listened to these episodes so far? No. It's just about to cross 2,000. Wow. 2,000. Well, we've had 4,000 ear holes <laughs> of listens. <laughs> of listened to these. To our nonsense. Wow. That's a lot, isn't it? Make and a lot sad. of them, 120 of those ear holes were in Kiev, or at least in Ukraine. None of them were eaten. No, no. Unless they were chicken Kiev, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? That was a like beautiful one, setup. My joke being about what we were talking about and yours combining into a beautiful, beautiful book. Yeah. You left that joke in a paddling pool and I came in and <laughs> punchlined all over it. <laughs> Punchlined all over is the name of this episode. Yeah. Um, do you know the last thing I always ask? Um, where can I find you? Where can we find you? Where can the people of the Ukraine find you? Everywhere. Yeah. I'm the opposite of you. Yeah. You're on every social media, even ones we've never heard of. You're on them. If you would, I am the man above the paddling pool of the internet. Yeah. Just spreading... Spreading your... Non wisdom, yeah, throughout the lands. Lovely, that's a horrible image. So, what is what is our website, Lee? Uh, www.drinksanddystopia.blogspot.com. Nice, well, is that then, right? And do we have an email? www.email no. No. at blogspot.drinks. <laughs> um, it would be drinksanddystopia at hotmail.com. Yeah, there's a new one. And you know what would be really nice as a Christmas present to us is if people could go and rate and review us on iTunes. Oh, we e-begging. This is e-begging. Sort yes. of a little bit. 100% yeah. yes. Okay. E-begging. Yeah. A-begging. A-begging, yeah. We're a-begging. Oh, it sounds better if it's a-begging. It sounds very medieval. Please, sir, I'm a-begging. I'm a-begging. I want our review. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a shackley review in my bowl. Don't cut that bit. Cut that bit. Are you going to edit this too? No, definitely not. Well, this will be a four-minute-long podcast in which Lee says the question, and I say there's nothing's going to change, and we'll end it. And then just go straight to the to the credits. Does a podcast have credits? No. Why would it? It would just say Panya Lee. Yeah, that's Lee it. Brent. <laughs> yeah. Idea by Brent. Ruined by Tanya Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear that was, we should not that record was, two podcasts in a row what the hell was that <laughs> <laughs> we have far oh, too much fun doing this to all a good night <laughs> to okay. dystopias to dystopias cheers you'll never be in charge again <laughs>